Welcome to the IBC Student Ministry Podcast, an extension of Emmanuel Baptist Church here in Warren, Arkansas. The purpose of this podcast is to present sermons from Wednesday nights, special topics, and other resources for parents and students. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Well, welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, This is the IBC Student Ministry Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Uh, if you're watching this, we're going to be doing a video version of the podcast, uh, but don't worry, you won't miss out. A lot of the good stuff's going to be in audio, uh, other than seeing our beautiful faces and my adorable children in the background. Uh, but anyways, we're really excited. I'm, I'm joined uh, here by uh, Darius today. Darius, will you just introduce yourself to the people? Hey, um, my name is Darius from Monticello, Arkansas. I'm living in Warren now, working at the Country Club and the School District 23. Turn 24 in May. I don't know if I needed to share all that information, but <laughs> it's cool. That's cool. It's cool. It sounded almost like a like a like a dating profile, just a little bit. Um, well, cool. I'm super excited. Darius has been a good friend of mine for a little while. We've really just we've really gotten close recently, and man, I've just really enjoyed that. Um, you may notice it's not my normal camera setup. This is uh, I gave myself the crappy webcam to give Darius the nice camera because he's. He's going to be the star of our show today. Uh, and I just look better. Yeah, you do look a little better. That's true. You got you got a, you got a mad beard going on just, right now, man. Just kidding. It's not, it's not. You also are styling better than I am. But you know what's beautiful about this, man? We both wear shorts, and it'll be all right. Uh, but anyways, I'm so excited for Darius. Uh, he is actually going to be sharing with us uh, his testimony today, or at least a little bit. Really more, not necessarily, because we've heard his testimony before, but I, I want him to kind of go through it again. But... He's going to be sharing a lot of what God is doing in his life right now, um, and really just almost a a, a test a post testimony testimony uh, along with his story too. Because I know there's a lot of people who may be listening or watching that have never heard his story, and his story is great. It's an incredible story um, of just God's amazing redemptive work and the way that God has just laid out things for him in his life, and we're really excited for him. Um, and so let me let me break down with you guys. What, so what is a testimony? Um, a testimony is basically just a, a story of what God is doing or has done. And so uh, a, a testimony is traditionally broken down in, in what some people have called the three pillars. There's the who you were before Christ, how you met Christ, and then who you are after. But I actually argue, and I've been taught, there's actually a fourth one, and that is, goes between two and three. So it's who you were before Christ. It was It's how you met Christ. And then it's the gospel. I mean, whenever you're sharing your story, remember to share the gospel with that. Share who is this Jesus person that you met and and why is he so important and what has he done for me? And then who you are now. What is God doing in your life now post having that relationship with him? And then what is he going to continue to do in your life? Because the thing is, our stories are always changing. And whether you were a murdering drug dealer until, uh, you know, for a long time, not saying that, that Darius was that, um, or, uh, or you were like my wife calls a very wicked five-year-old, uh, or maybe you've been in church your entire life and you just got to the point where you're just like, you know what? I don't, I don't have a relationship with Jesus and I, I need to know truly who he is and follow after him and, and have him in my life and, and to be over everything and commit to him as as lord and so i i'm excited for you guys to get a glimpse into his life and to know the friend that i know um and we're gonna ask him some questions and what i'm really excited for is on wednesday night at seven we're actually or at 7 30 ish because we're gonna watch this together at seven via zoom and then we're gonna open up to questions from students and students can ask questions during that uh to darius 
uh, and to myself as well. We'll kind of just walk through those things together, and I'm I'm really excited about it. Uh, but anyways, Darius, if you can, man, just just tell us tell us your story. Like tell us tell us your testimony, and then you can kind of move on. And you know what's God doing in your life right now? Um, me and my brother and my real mom, we was living in um, Star City, and we didn't really have much at all. And um, my mom got really sick. Um, I think she struggled with being schizophrenic. And uh, she had to give us up to the foster care. Uh, that was very tough because my mother and my brother, that's, I mean, that's all I ever knew, you know. And getting split up from my brother and my mom was like was super hard for me. I, and I was like maybe four or five. And I, I remember that like it was yesterday. It was just a tough situation. Um, and the lady that was fostering me and my, I mean, me, my brother was somewhere else, was absolutely terrible. <laughs> absolutely terrible. She wouldn't even allow me to play with her her um, granddaughter or was was it her daughter? I can't remember which one it was. That, I can't remember that. Um, if she caught me playing with her daughter or granddaughter, she would lock me up outside. And it was just... It was just a rough situation. Um, well, my dad eventually come to pick us up out of the foster home, and I remember being so relieved to get out of that place. And um, but after that, the situation just—I mean, it stayed tough. It was, it was just a rough situation all throughout. Um, living, you know, with my dad and my mom, we we grew up in a struggle. Um, me and my brother did, and even even them. Even my real dad and my stepmom um, grew up in a in a rough situation, and well, eventually, well, knowing that, um, I remember I was playing basketball with my my buddy Christian Paul. We weren't buddies at the time. I remember I took him to the hole, took him to the hoop, and he took his shoe off and he threw it at me, and I. I remember getting mad at him. I was like, why you throw your shoe at me for him? And he was just like, chill out, I was just playing. I just, you know, just blew up and got, <laughs> just got into trouble or whatnot. And um, uh, after basketball practice, um, Christian Paul saw me walking to the house and he pulled to the side and his mom asked me if I needed to ride home and at first I looked at Christian and I was like nah I'm good I'm straight and I kept walking and I realized that there was like two miles left <laughs> it was a two mile walk and I was not about to walk that Ugh. actually it wasn't even two miles it was way longer than two miles I don't know why I said two miles it, it was a long walk and I didn't want to walk it <laughs> alright and and I was like you know what Christian yeah I'll take the ride and after every basketball practice and to every game, Christian Paul and his mom was there to, to take me to it. Mr. Run Paul, too. A lot of y'all know him there from First Baptist, Monticello. Um, good people, great people. Um, and through that, you know, um, Christ is starting to work in me. I, I finally just saw, like, a, I finally got to witness a family that loves Jesus and um, that poured that into my life, mm. that poured, poured Jesus into my life. And, um, I didn't know what was happening at the time. Though I only went to church to to see those pretty girls. Yeah. So there's a lot of middle school boys I can watch this right now that are probably have some of that. Like mine was when I was in church. It was uh, it was cookies. It was cookies and games. And there's this like ice 
picker game that my that my church had that I loved. But isn't that cool that God uses that? Like even just the negative things, like we, we still, you know, yeah. get to go in and say, you know what, guys, this is, this is a lesson for you. Like I know some of y'all are going to church for pretty girls, but hopefully Jesus will change your heart in that too and send you, send you for good real reasons. But yeah, for sure. anyway, sorry interrupt. I just I thought, yeah, I, I had to add that. Yeah, pretty girls and food. That's what I went to church for. And getting to hang out with Christian. Christian was me and Christian became really close at that time. He was my one of my best buddies. He'd go over his house, play basketball with him, and um, we had a lot of fun. And um, we went to this. I mean, there was this thing called Youth Extreme, and Christian Paul asked me if I wanted to go, and I was just like, "Nah, man, I'm good. I, I don't, I don't really care for it." And he was just like, are you sure? And he was like, I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I don't want to go. Well, his mom called him, and she was she was asking him, was I going Was I going to go? And she was like, I'll take, I'll take you guys to McDonald's, and y'all can go to the church and go to the church and head out. I was like, McDonald's? <laughs> Chris Paul was like, yeah, McDonald's, man. I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to go. I want to go eat this Yuki Strain thing. Of course I do. And um, <laughs> and I remember um, when I went there, For there was something. Uh, there was something that the pastor was saying, and he was just, I remember him saying, uh, why wait? Why wait um, to follow God, to accept Christ in your heart? Why, why wait? And, and I and I remember saying, just do it now. And if you're going to do it, you know, raise, your, put your hand up in the air. And put your. If you, he said, if you have your hand up in the air, stand up and walk to the back. And that's when I accepted Christ as my Savior, which I did not know what that meant. <laughs> I just know that I, I believed that he that he was there. I didn't know what it meant to actually give my life to him and follow him at that time. But that's when I accepted him. I guess does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's when I accepted him. But didn't end there. Um, situation in my family was was still tough, and um, me and Matt Terry used to used to talk about stuff all the time. And, and he ended up going. He ended up leaving, and I didn't know what it was like. That that was my go-to guy. And then I was just like, shut out. And I was like, man, that sucks. You know, Matt Terry's leaving. And then Richard Alonzo come in, and he was just like, you know. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> I want Matt Terry. And then Richard didn't waste no time getting close to anybody. He loved us. Um, tre- treated us like a brother, you know. Um, treated me like a brother. And. You know, I think it was maybe a few months of him being at Pauline. He pulled me to the side. I think I was. He, I think he was giving me a ride home from church, and he was like, "Darius, um, I know, I know what you're going through, and I have this, I have this family that's willing to to take you in and love you and um, pour into you." At first, I was like, "Nah, man, I can't, can't do that. I can't leave my family." Um, at the time, I wasn't even living with my my parents. I was, I was, I don't know where I was living, but and he knew my situation, and he got me some folks to got me to, he got me some folks to um, 
to live with. And man, that was Sonya and Robbie, Sonya and Robbie Robin that poured into my life. They they did exactly what Richard told me they were gonna do. Um, taught me some things, some things I listened and <laughs> some things I didn't listen too well. And um, but they taught me they taught me a lot, and I appreciate them to this day. And I remember when I made that decision. It was at Bog Springs Church Camp. I finally made that decision to to join to move in with them. And me and Richard, you know, we was crying together. And it was just it was almost like that same like you know God was calling me to do something. It it was almost that same feeling as you know just getting saved. You know, I just knew something. Knew something. God was telling me to do something. I knew He was telling me to to move with some, move in with Sonia and Robbie. And, you know, I did. I made some bonehead decisions <laughs> after the fact as well. It, I still didn't really understand what it meant to, to follow Jesus, though, until, until now. So that's pretty much my, my testimony. Yeah. Well, tell, tell us a little bit about, like, what. so what's going on now? What, you kinda, You mentioned, like, now you're kind of understanding that more, but kind yeah. of walk us through a little bit what's going on now. Um, I finally like realized that that is not about all right. Here, here lately, I I realized that being comfortable is a is a is a killer. Um, being comfortable is sometimes sometimes that's not what God is calling us to. A lot of times he's calling us to be uncomfortable, mm. calling us to uncomfortable situations. Um but with me I always wanted to to find comfort. Um I, I felt like you had to work to find comfort. You everything was just it was to be comfortable, um, staying comfortable. And after all that was making me miserable. What he's teaching me now is that my life, being comfortable is is selfish. Um, it's selfish. It's not to well, to me like me being wanting to be comfortable was was me being selfish, and it wasn't following Jesus. It wasn't doing what Jesus is telling me to do. It was doing what I wanted to do. And that's what he's teaching me now. Um, whenever in Scripture and Luke it says, um, "Whoever decides to follow me, take up your." I mean, well, whoever I gotta get it out and read it. Hold on, because I can't remember yeah. scriptures too much. But yeah, that's that's good to get it out. <laughs> whipping out your new iPhone too. Yeah. He, uh, Darius, Darius joined me with Team Android for a little bit. I'm, I'm still rocking my, I couldn't, my sweet S10e, but he, he missed that Apple too much. But that's, that's all right. <laughs> Not like you know the sinful Apple or anything, but you know like the, the corporate overlord Apple. But. Not like Samsung's most different, but man, that's that's super that's super cool. So like, so in in learning these lessons, you drew those things from reading scripture, right? Like, yes. Um. Yeah, definitely reading scripture. I realized that. I was like, whoa, you know, <laughs> what am I doing? And that was my problem, you know. That was my that was one of my biggest problems was I never really just dug deep into the word. I never mm -hmm. really just you know read scripture correctly 
always just read to 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 read, but I never read to seek him and and really just read the Bible to to um, see who God is, um, to see who Jesus is. I never did that, but once I started reading it, he's, <laughs> my life really became his. Um, my heart began to change and and to realize that. I have to take up my cross and follow him. Yeah. So do you have that scripture for us? We'd love to hear it. I never found it because you asked me a question. And <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I sidetrack a lot of people sometimes. Kind of like a <laughs> kind of like a special special skill that I have. That's kind of just kind of something I do sometimes. I know it's in Luke somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, while, while you're finding that, let me kind of mention something to to our our viewers or listeners or Zoomers. I feel like that's going to be a phrase or something. Um, you know, something that Darius mentioned that I want you to see is that even after salvation, there's still imperfection. Like Darius still was not perfect. He had not, you know, I don't know never the be, phrase. I would never be perfect. Yeah, some people would say, like, he's he's arrived. Like, that's not what happened. But instead, he recognized his need for Christ. And it, and it all really stemmed from the friendship and a relationship of somebody who stepped out to show him kindness and love and grace. And look at the way that that has transpired in his life. And, you know, I hope and pray that this would be an encouragement for you to do the same. You know, it, it may never, it may not end up like a story like Darius's, but here's the thing: like, we're we're called to do that to people and to our neighbors, and I feel like if more people treated each other like neighbors and out of love and, and gentleness and kindness, that we we would see a lot more people come to to know who Jesus is. And um, you know, Darius has such a heart for that too. Um, but you have that passage for us, man. Then he said to them all, "If anyone wants to follow after me," Let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. So, yeah, I, I I realized that I wasn't denying myself. I wanted to be comfortable, <laughs> and I wasn't I wasn't seeking God. Um, I was I was into my own selfish desires, mm. um, but. I read the, I read this verse and it, it said, "Take up your cross and and follow me." And that that's what we should be doing as Christians is taking up our cross and and following Him. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and, and a lot of that is 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 like you you know the take up your cross and following Him. It's hard. Yes, it's not supposed to be easy. It's, it's, and like one thing you know to always remember with that is is the fact that you know that that laying down our lives and taking up our cross and following him means that we are submitting our will and our desire in our lives to him. Yeah. And man, more often than not, he does a lot better things with our life than we can imagine ourselves doing. Correct. Cause we're really selfish. Like we want the white, white picket fence and the, you know, the dogs. And I don't know if you're, unless you're a cat person or, you, you know, a tiger, I don't know. There's people like that Definitely out there. Definitely dog. Definitely dog. Um, Definitely dog. but man, so like I, I had a couple questions, and, you know, I mean, 
I can keep going with God's doing in my life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Keep going, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, because um, you know, I I got the take it across and follow me thing. Um, you know that that really spoke to me as well. But then again, I was still, I was still um, just like okay, but. I mean, God is telling me right now to move the boys. Um, in Scripture, He's telling me um, through people, He's telling me He's calling me to to move to Louisville, Kentucky. Um, mm. I'm gonna do that pretty soon. Um, what are you, What are you doing in Louisville? I'm going to college, <laughs> boys college. Um, get my undergrad two years, and I have a master's in five. Um, master's level of seminary. I'm pretty sure in my career. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. that's correct. It's a seminary. Um, I'll do that. And um, and looking looking at that, I mean, looking at going, before I chose to go there, before um, I made the decision to go, I was, I was like, but what about my expenses? Or what about my friends and family? What about, you know, my, my little brothers, you know? What about them? And I realized that. It's, it's not about me. It's about what Jesus is calling me to do. And then I read another verse. Um, I can't remember where it's at again, but it went along the lines of Jesus was talking to the man, and the man was like, wait, before I come, before I follow you, just let me go say bye to my family. And Jesus says, um, a person that has his foot on a plow but looks back, isn't fit and I took that verse and I was just like well well why am I looking back at all this why am I looking back at why am I letting family and money and all these unnecessary things keeping me back from what Jesus is calling me to do yeah and um well and that's where I'm at right now yeah well and it's so, not like you ever felt like those things are unimportant but that it's it's you know you're yes. you're being uh, sensitive to how you know that this this is what god is leading you to do yeah and that's one of the most that's the most your relationship with god's most important and yes just to clarify i wanted to kind of give these examples <laughs> i did not push him to move okay i just want to say that right now before sure, anybody gets mad at me your friends um, and families yeah, they are just, important. He basically just asked, like, where I went to school, and I told him about my school, which is up here, the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, which is where he, he's going to go. But they've got a five-year program where you get your undergrad and your MDiv in five years total, which is crazy fast. Like, I'm literally, I'm taking, like, five years by myself just getting mine, <laughs> and I've already got my undergrad. Like, it's it's crazy, but it's just, it's it's a huge step of obedience to do that. And the thing is, like, like Darius's decision did not – it wasn't just one big obedient decision and then, boom, he was there. It's it's full of incremental small steps of obedience Yeah, that leads to something like this. Yeah. Right. Yep. Well, cool, man. Well, I'm I'm excited for you. Um, I mean, I've told you a couple times I'm, I'm, I'm a little – a little jealous you get to be closer to my professor because I really like him. But I got modular classes and now I got someone I can crash with. But, <laughs> but man, I just we love the way the Lord's working in you and your life. And like you know, I I said this you know a while ago. Like I loved getting to hear you preach because like I can just hear your passion for the Word in it. And uh, like I know our students can and and volunteers and parents and everything. And so 
uh, man, it's just been cool. We're, we're excited to see kind of what you what you end up doing. But uh, man, let, let me. I, I I'm curious. I got a couple like just a couple of questions for you. Um, you know, I think you answered a lot of these, but you know, one of the one of the things that I think would be would be good to answer is you know where do you think your strongest season of growth has been and why? This year, okay, especially this year. So, so what about this year has been something that's really helped you grow a lot? Um, being in the word more. Um, with this coronavirus stuff happening, it kind of forced <laughs> forced me to be in the word more. Actually, but being in the word more and um, living with you guys. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> you guys um really are pretty cool. You know, y'all are y'all are nice and full of love. Let things slide. <laughs> that you should be should be on my head about. So he he's he's something I, I got under a lot. He uh, he he and some of you that know Darius are gonna laugh about this. He has these toothpick things. He cleans his teeth out all the time with, and like he like he leaves them everywhere. It's like a marker. Like literally, TJ. So TJ, our worship pastor, was was cleaning cleaning the the sanctuary after our D now, and he keeps finding these like little like. I can't even. Do you have one on you? I'm not. Let me see. I want to. I want to show everybody. If that, it's basically. You know what I'm talking about. It's the floss stick things with the little little pick at the end. Well, I don't know if y'all knew, but I have children, and one of those childrens. Sorry, it's weird on the camera. This this kid. I can't point to him. I actually don't have one on this. Oh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> this kid literally picks up anything he sees on the ground and puts it in his mouth. You know what happens when he gets a pointy stick like that? He puts it in his mouth. It's hurt. It's going to hurt. So <laughs> that's the only thing. But it's it's been a joy to have him with us, too. And I've gotten to cook for you a couple times. So that's been cool. Yeah. But, man, thank you. Thank you for sharing your story um, and just sharing a little bit about your life and what God's doing right now. And I'm hoping our students can learn from this, too. And um, can see God in his face and really just allow for for them to take similar steps to you. And, and you know, the first place that Darius started, and I'm just going to share this with these students because I talk about this all the time, is that Darius started in God's word. When seeking out his will, like, yes, youth pastors were influential in his life. Absolutely. Leaders were influential. Listening to sermons were influential. But the most influential thing in his life was being in God's word, without a shadow of a doubt. It's what God used to reveal these things in his heart. It's what God used to reveal his will, reveal direction, reveal motive and mean and everything else. God spoke to Darius through his word. And he can do that with you too. That's why I'm walking you through the book of Philippians and teaching you guys how to write and how to journal and how to recognize what God is doing to teach you in those things. Cause Darius asks very similar questions when he reads scripture that we go through and reading Philippians. And so my encouragement to you is to keep doing that because the thing is guys like just in Darius's life alone, like he said, what two different youth pastors. Yeah. Right. And how many senior pastors? My first youth pastor was, I had three, three. My first okay. Youth pastor was Brother Kevin. So yeah, I've had like one and a half. <laughs> I say half. Cause like, um, I don't really remember the first half of my first youth pastor. I feel really bad about that. Like, sorry <laughs> if you happen to keep up with me still on social media, but like, it's hard. But those leaders fade, and you've got people that pour into your life at different times. But the thing that remains the most 
consistent all the way through, is always there. God uses people in your life, absolutely, but it's God's word. God's word is the thing that is the most consistent thing there to teach and guide us. And so guys, don't miss that. Don't miss what God is trying to teach you in his word and the joy that you get out of it. Like literally Darius has been a monster reading his Bible. It's been awesome. Like, <laughs> like seriously, like, like Netflix binge watching scripture. It's awesome. Not literally, not like with the, what's that TV show? The chosen, like chosen. the, the Jesus show. Oh yeah. 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 I've just watched that in the, in the day. I think. Yeah, I didn't finish it. I still got two episodes left. I'm literally on episode two right now. Six episodes in, in, in a day. <laughs> nice. Um, so let me leave you, end you guys with this. Um, you know, our stories are some of the most impactful tools that we have because they're ours. They're personal. They allow us to get deep with people. And uh, you know, one thing I'm hoping you see from Darius is is that he is an open book and willing to share a story. And there's a lot more too his story and his life, just like there is all of ours. But the thing is the Lord uses that for some cool things and uses it to reveal things in our lives and reveal his direction, reveal the things that he's allowed to happen in the beginning to lead us to where we are now. Um, and you know, the thing Darius did in, in working this out is, you know, how to share your story. So, you know, one thing I would encourage you guys to do is to, as Darius did, work on sharing your story out loud and ask yourselves, you know, the questions. Are you able to answer who you were before Christ, how you met Christ, uh, even just a short presentation of the gospel, and who are you now? Because those are the different parts of a testimony. And you can share your testimony in an elevator with somebody and share the key points and like we told Darius, I told Darius a little bit before this, and I have to do this mine because I, I overshare because, you know, I'm a Southern Baptist pastor. That's what we do. Um, is that you want to make sure, like, when you share your testimony, what are the most important things to share? Like, you know, we can always share details and small things, but we always want to focus on the big picture. And the cool thing is, you know, we're never the center of our story. God is. He is the main character. We are the side supporting character, the person that he saves and redeems. And so... Uh, Darius, man, thanks for thanks for coming on on the on the I don't know what they call this the podcast slash midweek live slash <laughs> we're in my office with remedy mugs just kind of talking like literally I was I was just like man let's because Darius was supposed to preach um, we had it earlier in the calendar for him to preach here um, but you know what we decided we were like you know what let's let's literally just put some cameras and a microphone to normal conversations we already have. Yeah, like these are conversations we have all the time and talk about too. But I feel like you know, let's bring people into this conversation because I think that y'all could benefit a lot from it. Um, and so uh, that's that's really about all I've got, um, man. I'm I'm excited for the Zoom questions uh, in a little bit and just to kind of hear questions students have. They're going to ask some good questions and bad questions, but that's okay. <laughs> like. They'll ask for anything from what's your favorite, like, what did you get at McDonald's that day that you went to that conference? <laughs> I actually do remember. It was a Southern Style Chicken Sandwich. All right, there you go. Spoiler alert. So, Miles, well, you. thank you so much for joining us, Darius. I appreciate <laughs> you and, and and everything. Thanks for, for always making me laugh and being a good friend. And, uh, man, I really, really appreciate, love you, and uh, thank you for, for being just transparent today and sharing your story and hope and pray uh, our students can take this and uh, and and have changes in their own lives too but uh, man that's about it that's all we got for our episode uh, thank you Darius again for joining us and again if you have any questions and honestly if you would like to bring Darius in 
on some of those questions, just email us or email me, I guess, because we don't have a joint email, um, at dbarton at ibcwarren.net and put podcast in the subject line or I will ignore it. Um, or I just won't see it. That's just kind of how it works sometimes. But uh, anyways, thanks so much for joining uh, and uh, we will talk to you later. Thanks.